Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle, because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider, and also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your Crave. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. congregation we're back for another installment of scam goddess it's me your host Lacey mosley aka scam goddess and i say it with me guys i am so excited for today's guest but i really am uh he is quite the magical negro um you you can listen to his comedy album that's out right now called The La Morning After Pill. You know him and love him from The New Girl and many, many projects. Guys, we have Lamorne Morris. Hi, Lamorne. Hey, hey, hey. What's up? What's going on? Did you like do on? a little dance there when I called you a magical Negro? I did because <laughs> magical Negroes need to dance. People, here's the thing about magical Negroes. We, we oftentimes dance. <laughs> Um, like most Negroes, uh, is that a stereotype or is that just that? <laughs> it's, I'm uh, trying to reclaim it, um, because magical Negro is just like the Negro in every white people movie that's like, go get your yeah. man, or like drives mm-hmm. you to the airport. <laughs> <laughs> drives you to the I wasn't airport. trying to be shady. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. I'm a magical, magical Negro who would just pay for an Uber. I will get you an Uber as a friend. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? Like to. that's me doing my part. Is yeah. it bad that I be getting my mama Ubers from the airport? I get her Uber black, like the SUV, Not but I don't go pick her up. Not at all. Not at all. That's it's perfect. Because it's luxury. Do you drive a Suburban? Exactly. I do. do you drive- well, I drive an SUV. Oh, well, you you just asshole. You know what car I drive. <laughs> yeah, you just an asshole. Because <laughs> you have a luxurious car. Now, the car I have now, I definitely pick my mom up from the airport. Definitely. Oh, so you weren't doing it because you didn't like your car. I'm not doing it because I'm not getting, I'm not going to LAX. Are you kidding me? No, come on now. Listen, it's a, it's a once in a lifetime opportunity. You get to sit in traffic for your mom back and forth, <laughs> up and down the 405. Just also, so she can um, nag you when she gets to your house. No, I'm playing. Exactly. And go through my shit. And go through my yeah. shit. She doesn't even stay at my house. She always stays at a hotel because she's bougie. But she wants to come to my house and go through my shit and then go to a hotel. I'm like. That's the sole reason? Yes. You know, it'd be funny. Like, if you just, like, as any, any guy that you're dating will just really, like, buddy, buddy up to your mom and then go, listen. <laughs> Go through her phone for me, okay? You you used to going through her shit. Like, who was she texting last night? Why <laughs> you do you want think to go like through this? it anyway? What? I just because I'm a detective. Oh, okay? oh by, any, by any means necessary. Well, then you're perfect for this show. You're absolutely perfect. <laughs> no, I uh, my mom knows I can't drive. This podcast knows I can't drive. I didn't have to test for a driver's license, and everyone is very well like aware of that. Like I scammed Wait, what do you my mean way. You didn't have to. I never took a driver's test at a DMV. I went to drive. Where'd you take school. it at? A dude named Daryl's house. <laughs> Listen, Daryl pulled up with the license though. It swipes. <laughs> like, Man, I went to driving school, and then they were like, and I remember at driving school, my instructor was like, "Okay, girl, you need to practice more." But my parents are very self-involved, so they weren't letting me drive their cars, and they drive luxury cars too. So they're like, "You're not practicing in our Mercedes." I once ran over a fence with it, so I understand. But <laughs> oh my gosh, talk about privilege. <laughs> <But> they, <laughs> this black privilege is crazy 
It, it is crazy black privilege because I ran over my neighbor's fence because my mom asked me to pull the car in and I hit reverse and they paid for their own <laughs> yeah. fence. They're like, it's fine. We were getting a new fence anyway. Like, it's Tyler Perry's house. Who cares? He's rich, right? <laughs> <laughs> you find nah, out your neighbor was Tyler Perry growing up. I freaking wish my neighbor was Tyler Perry. All my neighbors were white. Ah, uh, yes. Magical That Negro. led to much harassment. I know. I'm sorry I called you a magical Negro. <laughs> No, I'm just saying was, you you might be the magicalist Negro of them all. I'm trying to be every day, but it will not okay. involve me driving anyone to the airport. Um, cool. <laughs> we can get into it. What's hot and fraud? So this is where Lamorne and I are going to talk about what's popping in these streets. Is uh, what scams are out there? We want to keep you safe from scams, unless they're my scams, which you have willingly agreed to participate in. If you own an iPhone, especially because I know you didn't read that contract that you accepted. No, I so, not. <laughs> you don't know what it says. I have a clock. Yeah, no worries. I have no idea what this show is about. I'm 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 in I'm in for a for a journey. This is gonna be fun, I think. <laughs> uh. You know it's gonna be fun because I'm here. <laughs> um, <laughs> so guys, obviously we've been amidst a pandemic and the scammers, just like Miss Rona, they don't sleep, okay? They're out here just like the virus and they're spreading and you need to be aware. Um, apparently coronavirus scams have cost Americans $39 million so far. Wow. Mind you, we've been what? in the pandemic for like three months. That's like $10 million a month. Yeah. <laughs> so nearly 52,000 Americans. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I can do math yeah, too. There. I said can over. You know? <laughs> 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 so, you know what? You see... I am going to call you a magical <laughs> Negro. <laughs> All right, go so ahead, nearly, go ahead. You know what? Thank you for letting me go ahead on my podcast, Lamorne. Thank you so much for telling me I can talk. Look at see the patriarchy. That's why we don't be having men on this show. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm just drinking my protein shake. Yes, get nice and strong. Um, nearly 52,000 Americans have already filed complaints this year with the Federal Trade Commission over fraud related to COVID-19. So let's let's get into what these frauds are. Um, so one of the big popular things that's going around is people sending text messages, which, guys, I've told you, the government ain't going to text you. You ain't going to get a you up from Uncle Sam. Oh, is it like one of those? Uh, oh, man. wait! People are getting scammed through like, like click this link in the text type of type of deal. Yeah. So basically, there's a robo text scam that sends out a text that's from the Eternal Revenue Service, purportedly, and they ask for confirmation information for a stimulus payment through a link. So if you click on it, the link takes you to a realistic IRS webpage where you're prompted to provide your name, contact information, and social security number. Once you've entered your personal information, you're then redirected to the real IRS website to make the scam look less suspicious. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Why and I, I know, st- <laughs> right? I know stimulus <laughs> checks are going out. I know a lot of you guys are probably on unemployment or will continue to be on unemployment well throughout this um, period of time. So, like, if you get a text message from the government, it's not real. What do they call again? One more time. The the government. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Let me tell you something. If the government calling you, yeah, it's a scam. If the government. <laughs> Do you remember that uh, Nelly video with Kelly Rowland where she was texting in the Excel <laughs> spreadsheet? <laughs> That's who's texting y'all. That's who's texting y'all. It's Kelly Rowland in the Express, like <laughs> Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> don't do it. The oh government does gosh. not text you. They don't. They're not like, hey, did you pay your taxes? This Uncle Sam. They're not going to hit you up. This your Uncle Sam. Send- this your Uncle <laughs> Pick up the phone. This your uncle. Right. You thought it was Uncle Sam, but it was your Uncle Sam. So, guys, please, I'm begging you. If you get a text from the government, ignore it. Report it. 
Keep yourself safe. Another way that they're doing it is robocalls. Robocalls are a huge area for scammers right now. One of the most common ones that's popping up is for fake refunds related to coronavirus. The key to this scheme is that scammers never mention what the refund is exactly for. With many companies from car insurance providers to utilities offering refunds and discounts right now, it's easy for customers to assume something like that. Um, Which I'm getting a refund from Allstate every month. They're refunding half of my insurance. And my premium is high because they know a bitch can't drive. <laughs> wow. So why are you, wait, why are you getting refunds again? Because no one's really driving right now. So oh, insurance companies. Yeah. You know what, Lamorne? That's just telling me that you've gotten too rich because now you don't even know how much you're paying in insurance this month. Do you? No. I, do well, you? I know how much I'm paying. Well, I don't, I don't like go into my account with like. Do you know this month? Like. And I'll go, you know, I don't like put pull the money out. I don't go to the bank every month and go, I have to pay my insurance. Can you hand me just enough cash from said account so I can then walk to the insurance company and then stick it in the slot and then wait and see? No, fool. I, is a, you know, what? automatic pay or stuff like, you know, I have a business I know, manager. I'm just saying, and, look, you don't have to be rich to be on direct deposit. I'm just saying a lot of us don't know. I didn't know. I went to the AT&T store and got a new phone and they were like, oh, how's your service? Like your, you know, service for my apartment, uh, like the cable and Wi-Fi. And I was like, oh, I don't know. It seems pretty bad. And they were like, how much do you pay? And I was like, oh. Mm, uh. <laughs> i'm not y'all money how much you pay <laughs> <laughs> right that's uh, the question that's the real black yeah. people question right there how much you paying because uh, i should be paying what you, you paying pay? exactly <laughs> exactly yeah no i definitely don't i know i know what my insurance is i know what i know how much but i didn't know <laughs> you know the brand that because of a, i didn't know that we were getting uh <laughs> we get discounts because you can't go nowhere because what happens if you <laughs> just decide, I do need to go to the grocery store, and bam, you hit somebody. Like, like that yeah, changes? Yeah, but insurance is crowdfund. All insurance is is GoFundMe for accidents and also just a scam for rich people. So <laughs> all we do is pay to hope that we're not in an accident. So everybody's paying and less people are driving. So it makes sense. But of course, like I feel like if I asked Lamorne, like who his insurance provider would be, he'd be like, the black man from TV. <laughs> <laughs> you know the guy with the deep voice, real sexual like. I think my mom. The president of twenty four. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I know who my insurance companies are for. I have a few. All right, my insurance company, the the nigga in the red polo and the khakis, <laughs> Jake. I think his name is Jake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jake, light skin dude, real nice eyes. <laughs> oh, so that's you've been seeing Jake? Insurance. Yeah, that's my um, guy. So to wrap this up, the robocall will call you and be like, we can't provide this service due to COVID-19. You've been charged $399. This is what the FTC said is like the common amount that they're saying. Press one to claim a refund. And then when you press one to claim a refund, they'll ask you for your credit card information or banking information so that they can deposit said refund. I'm doing air quotations. Uh, they're stealing your money. So guys, if you get a phone call, like Allstate gave me my money back and I was like, oh, it wasn't, they didn't call me and were like, hey sis, we're trying to run you coins. They were like, we put some shit back, bitch. We don't want to talk about it. (laughs) Either, either way, either phrasing sounds like a scam. Wait, wait, hey, Insurance is a scam. (laughs) Wait, so, so so you called them? Yeah, you, they don't, they shouldn't call you. Um, First of all, I don't know who falls for this stuff. A lot of people, elderly people, people who are desperate. We talk about that on our show all the time. The despo meter. If you're really like, you have to constantly evaluate how desperate you are for something before you do that thing, uh, which works That's in true. many aspects of life. So like if you about to go on a Tinder date or a Bumble date and you know it's quarantine and it's been a minute since you got some, maybe think about think about your desperation before <laughs> you go on the date. Uh, you, you don't want to be out here dipping into the wrong pool. Yeah, that's true. Right. And that goes yeah, for true. financial stuff, too. If it seems too good to be true, it usually is. Give it a quick Google. That'll save you some time and some money. But, you know, people mm-hmm. not just calling you, giving you money. And the government is not going to text you, girl. Uh, this actually happened to me. I had a census survey, which was supposed to be the 2020 census. This happened two weeks ago. 
this woman called me and just started asking me an onslaught of questions. And I thought it was the real census because I was like, oh, well, this is great. I don't have to go online. Maybe they just moved it, you know, because they come to your door. So I was like, maybe they're just calling niggas now. And Man. I talked to her and she was going through this laundry list of stuff. Do you have like pre-existing conditions? And I was like, no, I don't. I was like, I'm healthy. The only thing I have is asthma. And they were like, okay, how about diabetes? And I was like, okay, now you're asking too many questions. <laughs> like, I felt like she was Do you have a brother to- in jail? What? <laughs> Do you have... What are, you, what are you saying to me? <laughs> What's your favorite number? And yeah. your, the first pet you ever had. Yeah. <laughs> what high school did you I'm go to? I'm thinking it's the color green. Is it the color green? I don't know. Look, maybe they were red. definitely trying it? to ask me security questions. And then when oh I hung God. up, because I was like, "This ain't right," she started texting me, talking about she was from the Census Bureau. Then I said, "No, you're not." Then she said, "Actually, I'm not. I'm from another bureau." I was like, "Girl." <laughs> <laughs> She called me two more times before finally she gave up. I was like, I'm not going to give you my information. Go away. She just called you to hang out. She's like, what you doing? (laughs) You know, we all in the house, girl. What you watching? What's on Netflix? (laughs) You want to do a Zoom get together? (laughs) I started doing a Zoom get together with my scammer. Yeah. (laughs) I just hang out with him now. Have you had any actual scammers come on your show? Not yet. But I did. What's crazy? You asked that. I did just get an email from a scammer of the week that I talked about called Chad Focus, who's a rapper who stole a hundred and I think he stole one point two million dollars from the job he was working at in credit card fraud so that he could buy billboards and fake streams for his rap album. Whoa. Yeah. And then we played his raps and they were good. They were good raps. Really? And guys, Chad Focus emailed me and was like, I love the show. Tell people to stream Chad Focus. Okay. <laughs> also, drive down Melrose. I got a billboard. Uh, <laughs> right above. Yo, that is crazy. He, so he scammed his job. And he taught, wait, so he got caught. Yeah, he got caught and he served a little jail time. But he emailed me and said he was free. He said he was free. <laughs> Wait, let me see. If I'm getting emails from jail, y'all, I'm I'm yeah. quitting the podcast. Yo. Just kidding. I love emails from jail. All I subject, want to be is someone's su- prison wife. It was a subject line, a picture of his dick. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> it's just a dick pic in the subject line. I'm in jail. This is okay, Wait. right? <laughs> so he says- Stop harassing me if I'm already in jail. <laughs> right. Y'all can't lock me up again. Yeah. Double Jeopardy. That's not how it works. That's not how it works. Uh, I watch no, Jeopardy. So- That's how it works. <laughs> the subject of Chad's email is very funny, smiley face. And he says, Diva mm-hmm. Lacey, salute to you and your brand. Love your last episode. LOL. Very cute. You got to promote my billboard charting hit, Dance With Me. And the dance... <laughs> He said, I need all the dance with me royalties I can get. P.S. I'm just out home chilling at my mansion. Would love to be a guest on your show one day. Keep grinding. <laughs> He's chilling at you his mansion? You just made mansion? me look this up. He's chilling at his mansion. Wait a minute. What? <laughs> Wait. So he kept that money. <laughs> Wait a he said, I'll do the jail time, but I ain't going to tell you why I buried the money. Right. Chad said, don't focus on that money. Don't focus on oh that. Oh my God. <laughs> a Killing king. in his mansion. Oh, God bless him. All right, guys. On that note, we're going to take a quick break for some non-scam advertisements. Scams! Do you have an unemployed roommate at home? You know who I'm talking about. Children. Yes, Whitney said they are our future. And don't you want to invest in theirs? I know you want to set your children up for success. Maybe you want to save a little coin on private tutoring because we know that inflation is high and these wages are not getting higher. Okay, which is why I love IXL Learning. IXL Learning, it's an online program for kids covering math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed to help them really understand and master topics in a fun way. No more grading those worksheets. I Excel grades everything itself. No more trying to scam your kids as you try to figure out their math equations and their homework. And you know you haven't seen a trapezoid in about 20 years, right? So let IXL help you 
out. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning and get IXL now. And Scam Goddess listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com goddess. Visit IXL.com goddess to get the most effective learning program out there for the best price. Finding the perfect t-shirt has always had me like Goldilocks, trying on shirts. This one's too hard. This one's too soft. And it fell apart because y'all know I got it from a cheap website. And this t-shirt from Skims is just right. From fit to quality, it is one of my, like, these are my favorite t-shirts. I have three different ones. Y'all know I love me an Onyx because I'm going to be wearing black all the time. Um, They have a cotton long sleeve jersey tee that I really like too because the material is so soft. But when I put it in the washer, she don't have a whole transformation or makeover. It's not move that bus when I take it out. She looks the way that she looked when I put her in. And we know we cannot say that for all t-shirts, okay? So you can have staple t-shirts that you can mix and match and wear up or down. Maybe we're going to a fancy night out. Maybe we're going on a date. Maybe we're lounging around the house. I love these shirts so much because I can do so many different things with them. It's like, I'm telling y'all, Skims, they doing right over there. I got on the underwear right now. I can't give it up. I think they got me, y'all. I'm not even playing. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select Scam Goddess in the survey and select my show in the drop-down menu that follows. All right, everybody, go get that new chat focus. Get that new chat focus. We're back. Uh, (laughs) The last advertisement for Chad Focus came from Lamorne Morris. (laughs) But we'll take it. We'll take it. We love Chad on this show. You want a picture of my dick? It's okay because I'm already locked up. Chad Focus. Lamorne, he's free, chilling in his mansion. (laughs) Sitting out dick pics left and right worldwide. Stop making fun of my boyfriend. I'm going to be Chad Focus' girlfriend. (laughs) Oh, y'all engaged. Oh, my bad. That's what I, I don't have to be a prison wife now because he's free. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, it's time for my favorite segment of the podcast, Historic Wait, Hoodwink. You, you can, I have a question. I apologize. So they have mob wives. They have basketball wives, housewives. Do they have prison wives? No, I don't think so, but they should. I think there's like a prison pin pal or love after lockup. Love after lockup. That's where the prison wives is at. Okay, because I want—I need to see a show, a real show called Prison Wives. So I gotta go. I gotta start developing right now. I can't finish the podcast because this is my billion-dollar opportunity. Bye. It truly probably is. I want—I want a scripted show. It's gonna look. You only need like three locations. (laughs) Prison, (laughs) living room. (laughs) It's low budget. You can produce it for six. Exactly. Mm. <laughs> and guys, right, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry i'm sorry to interrupt negro you ain't sorry <laughs> you're not sorry at all um Mm-mm. guys we're back lamorne is just gonna take over my podcast um and we're and no, take I over apologize. all the intros no he's not sorry but i love it um mm. <laughs> I met Lamorne. I've only met lamorne one time in person we did a show mm. at ucb and that's when I met you. Yes. And you, by far, are one of the funniest people I have ever met in my entire life. Oh, you're like, sweet. I know, I know how hard, I mean, I know how hard improv is. You know, obviously for you, it's it's really easy. Um, and I came up doing improv at Second City and in Chicago. And I just, like, I, I how effortless you guys made it look and how, and you're, I mean, even when you're initiating, whether you're responding, whether you're... I was like, God damn, she's good. So congrats <laughs> to you, man. I would love to let Lamorne keep complimenting me because it's fun. <laughs> but I know you guys came here for other reasons. So we'll get back to the show. But thank you. I didn't know you did Second City. You're super funny. I never yeah. knew you did Second City. That's freaking dope. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> look at look at Lamorne being a little improv nerd. Yes, yeah, a little dork. Me, Sam Richardson. <laughs> um. So, 
It's time for my favorite segment of the podcast, Historic Hoodwinks. Mm-hmm. And this is where I'm going to regale Lamorne with a very famous caper. And we're just going to get his thoughts and opinions all throughout. And maybe he'll ask questions mm-hmm. and maybe I'll have answers. Or maybe I won't. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm not a journalist. Thank you. <laughs> this podcast okay, is a thanks. scam okay. of me not being a journalist. <laughs> so <laughs> today we're talking about Frank Abagnale. Abigail. Abigail. Wow. You knew that. I know who he is. Frank Abigail. He's a talented scam artist. Mm hmm. Talented scam Mm -hmm. artist. When he was 16, he posed as an airline pilot to get free flights. Oh, because this is the plot of Catch Me If You Can. (laughs) Yeah, that's the only reason why I know that. I swear to you guys, every episode of our show has either been a movie or is being made into a movie or a Netflix show. Like every episode, the scammers are just you gotta so get into mwah, one now. Mm, I'm trying to. I wanted to play um, Anna Delvey from our first episode. She's the one who was the heiress scammer in New York City who had people donating oh. to a fake club that she was building. Shonda Rhimes bought the rights to that story. Really. She's my favorite person. She is a white woman, so technically I am not white. However, white women have played not white women all throughout history. Can't I just right. be you black? You should play a white woman, but <laughs> they change it. Just change it up a little bit. Call it uh, artistic license. Right. I think it should be me. Yeah. <laughs> but, I think so too. Um, so Frank, what, how do you say his name? Abigail. Abigail, thank you. Frank Abigail was a talented scam artist in many different ways. He was, when he was 16, he posed as an airline pilot to get free flights and also pretended to be a doctor and a lawyer. He forged checks, defrauded banks, and a handful of other things before eventually pulling a 180 and becoming a snitch, uh, aka mm. an FBI consultant. He was eventually hired by the FBI as a consultant and then started his own agency, educating corporations, financial institutions, and government organizations on how to detect and handle fraudulence. A portion of his life was subject to the film Catch Me If You Can, starring Leonardo DiCaprio, like we just said. Um, I love that he robbed people and then was like, hey, y'all, hire me so that I don't rob you no more. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, the privilege (laughs) right why can't black people do this why can't the liquor stores that (laughs) people run into be like look hire me and all your Hennessy will be safe (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna stop robbing you niggas just go ahead (laughs) put your boy on the payroll one time right I mean the mob did that the mob used to be like hey you don't want us to ruin your life hire us so I wish I wish more people could do it. So, Frank. <laughs> Frank what? Abigail. I can't remember it. Abigail. Mm, thank you. Frank Abigail no Jr. was born April 27th in 1948 in Bronxville, New York. See, you from the Bronx. Or is this Bronxville? So that's not the Bronx, right? Is it Bronx? Bronxville? Unless it, unless it's Bronx for short. I had no. Ooh, that's a fun fact if that's true. We got this. Wait this, this, a uh, minute. Google opened up. Have I? Google opened up. I'm going to feel hella dumb if Bronx is short for Bronxville. Yo, if it is, don't tell nobody you didn't know that. <laughs> no, it's called the Bronx. Nah, it's called the Bronx. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's called the Bronx. Okay, we're fine. We're fine. I lived in New York for a few years before I left because I hated it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. It's a good shout out to New Yorkers because y'all got grits, my guy. It's hard enough being a black every day. You got to go outside and fight 50, 11 people on the street and fight 50, 11 people on the train. And you got to go to work. (laughs) Like that ain't you ain't got to to work yet. Yeah, I'm like, God. And the weather. Every day is a headache. Every day is a headache Mm. in New York. Everybody going somewhere. I became very aggro. When I lived in New York, I became super aggro. I once back kicked a guy down some subway stairs. I'm sorry, what? I back kick, I donkey kicked a man down some subway steps. What did he do to you? There, so there's a rule in New York where if this is an unspoken rule, and now my New York accent gonna come out. There's an unspoken rule. If there's a train <laughs> on the platform, then you move because people gotta go. So if you coming up the stairs and you already got off the train, there's a train on the platform, you move. There's no train on the platform. 
I'm coming up the stairs off the train. This white man barrels into me. It's my room. It's my room. He barrels into me and we're chest to chest. And I look at him and I say, really? And he says, yeah, really? And then when he stepped behind me, I donkey kicked him down the steps. <laughs> and then I ran. R.I.P. that guy. What if you found out later that he died? He ain't die. How you know? <laughs> he ain't die. Know? If he died, I would probably... be arrested. <laughs> what if you go to New York and you see like R.I.P. t-shirts, like the airbrush denim jackets with his face on it? <laughs> Nobody's airbrushing that white like man. He's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> just... Don't put that thought in my head. Nobody's saying, airbrushing yeah. that white man. <laughs> you gotta go to sleep with that on your with that on your chest. Thank you. So Bronxville, mm-hmm. New York. According to the memoir, Abigail, did I say it right? <laughs> uh, just call him Jack. Okay, you know what? I'm just going to call him Frank. <laughs> Frank stated yeah. that he had a stable childhood and was especially close to his father who traveled often and became deeply involved in Republican local politics. Racist. Anyway, when his mother decided <laughs> to leave Frank Sr. due to her husband's absences, their family was turned upside down. As his mother worked toward independence, Frank Jr. decided to live with his father after the divorce and often tagged along on the business dealings. So I imagine like Frank Jr. is probably in some hotels um, and they're like, little Frankie, Make us up some cocktails. <laughs> you, know how, you know how rich white people were doing in the 50s. They'd be like, and put two olives in it for daddy and your auntie. What's your name? Tina. And then come over here and give auntie a kiss on the mouth. Open mouth. What? <laughs> Problematic. Those times were crazy. I apologize. I can't. Yeah. No, no, no. Not you. Me. I'm saying the times. Like that was no, happening. It's Crazy. Yeah, I was there. I lived through those times. I don't think you, Lamorne, you're not that old. I'm very old. I'm very <laughs> old. Take a guess. Take a guess. I know how, how old, old you are. No, you think you know, but you have no idea. Now you're just going to say you something only know what You only know what I think you, you only know what I want you to know. Oh, okay. okay. Well, was saving it for this podcast to reveal my true age. <laughs> so, as a teenager, Frank mm-hmm. got caught up in petty crimes, including shoplifting. He soon grew tired of these practices and decided to move on into more sophisticated forms of burglary. A king. You gotta work your way up. It was like shoplifting, right. elementary school, burglary, high school. Pickpocketing. Yeah, <laughs> you know? Stuff like that. So, he Frank convinced a gas station attendant to give him a portion of his sale back in cash and allowed him to portion a pocket of the proceeds. Hmm. So, gas cards are a thing of the past. Um, I don't mm-hmm. know nothing about no gas card. I do. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> I'm very familiar. I still have some of them from the old days. The good old I days. I truly do it. not believe you. You don't even know who your insurance provider is. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's uh, it, it, insurance. <laughs> Insurance.com. Insurance. You know yeah, the that, 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 that website. You know right. that website. You know the guys. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so. <laughs> small scam and i like this scam because i like that he was like look i'm gonna get a cut you gonna get a cut like the gas station attendant ain't making bank i'm I'm still just i'm just i'm just dying at the fact that you're like i like this scam man this is saying a lot about who you are as a person listen america's a scam the economy is a scam (laughs) capitalism is a scam and certainly gas stations are one of the biggest scams because let's talk about oil big scam so if Mm. you can get a couple coins off the gas station get it you're just you earned it it. they robbed you you robbed them back or you can just drive electric (laughs) yeah you know these times they had a gas card so i'm guessing they didn't have electric cars yeah, just a wild guess. They just they had it. <laughs> we won't go there <laughs> on our okay, next episode of conspiracy theories. <laughs> <laughs> Look up the so name Mark scam? Samson. Mark Samson. You'll find something. Look up Mark Samson. It'll tell you. Such a <laughs> Sounds like a paranoid name. guy. <laughs> Suddenly, Lamorne has foil on his head. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> so. This scam fell apart when his father got the credit card bill, which added up to thousands of dollars, which, hmm. duh, he can't just steal yeah, money. Obviously. Like, he's going to get a, a bill. <laughs> so, dismayed over his son's delinquency, 
Frank's mother sent him to a school for wayward boys. Don't send Ooh. a scammer to a school for wayward boys. He can go do nothing but learn how to get better there. Yeah, and fuck. <laughs> right. That's like when people oh. try to send children to conversion camps. Ain't everybody there going to be gay? we gay it's okay i'd be like i wish i wish somebody would send me to a conversion camp i'd be like all these girls fantastic like, what? They're like, yeah. and they're you, all Mom. here for the same reason like, yeah. i'm down like i'm into it like what mom can i go back so, to conversion camp again <laughs> i need to be conversion some more um, but uh, honestly, in all honesty, those camps are horrible, but they're fucking, I just don't even understand why people would make camps like that. Also camps for wayward boys. What are y'all doing? Is that military camp? The only thing I've ever heard for wayward <laughs> children was military school, which is also trash because we was trying to indoctrinate them into going into the army. Boo boo. A scam. So. <laughs> so. <laughs> a scam. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's really funny. So. Caught between his parents' tensions, Frank reportedly left home at 16 years old. So he just said, I'm out. You know what? I'll just be an adult. And at that time, you can be an adult at 16. He had a little in his bank account, no education, and had altered his driver's license to make himself 10 years older than he was and exaggerated his education, which, like, who's going to check you, boo? Um, He got better paying jobs. He decided to quit working and (laughs) wrote bad checks for himself to support him. So he was getting better paying jobs, but he was like, this is barely making the ends meet. So he decided to quit working and just start writing bad checks. So, <laughs> I said, okay, well, all right, cool. Before long, Frank had written hundreds of bad checks and overdrawn his account by thousands of dollars. Knowing that he would eventually be caught, he went into hiding. Frank realized that he could cash more bad checks if he dazzled bank tellers with new and more impressive personality. He decided pilots were highly respected professionals, so he schemed his way to getting a pilot's uniform. Frank called Pan American Airlines headquarters and told them that he had lost his uniform while traveling. And they told him where to pick up a new one, and (laughs) he charged it to the company using a fake ID. Wow. <laughs> this guy. Obviously, Pan Am is no more. But he was just like, hey, hey, Pan Am. Hey, yeah, They're your not? boy lost his uniform. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I realize when I'm flying around, I have to wear the uniform to fly. But somehow in transit, I had lost the uniform. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember I took it off mid-flight. Then when I got off, I couldn't find said uniform. Maybe you, if you guys want to go up there and check, yeah. But I just really need to get a new one. I got a, I got a route to Costa Rica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, flights, routes, air, yeah, planes, pilot, <laughs> <laughs> turbulence, turbulence. <laughs> like, he's just such random pilot words. <laughs> you know, you know what I'm talking about. Like, and then immediately gets a new. That's crazy. But back in that day, like they didn't check shit. Like they had no way yeah, that's to. True. It was just all trust. And most people didn't have the audacity to lie about random shit like needing a pilot's uniform. So it yeah. worked. His ruse earned him valuable information about how to impersonate a pilot, which he did allegedly into like so he would do this impersonation so he could get free flights. He would just get on the flight like, mm, yeah, I'm just <laughs> like you just going to the airport. You just check to see what time flights leave and you just go to the airport. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, have you seen the movie? Not in a long time. No, it, yeah. What you're telling me is obviously a lot more information than the movie gives, but like, it's 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 crazy. It's crazy. This type of stuff that he that he got away with. Keep reading. I think you'll obviously you you the movie <laughs> only touches on some things, but I just as you're talking, I'm like imagining the film, and I'm like, wait a minute, yeah, that's yeah. Right, that this thing's happened. And now I wish I had seen the movie before I did this. Um, I don't remember the movie, but I do remember seeing Leonardo DiCaprio in it. In a pilot's trailer. Maybe saw a trailer. trailer. I, I think I, I was pretty young when it came out. Um, <laughs> and you with your undisclosed oh, yeah. age. I'll never know. I was know. 74 when that movie came out. <laughs> so expenses such as food or lodging, he would bill to the airline company. However, he didn't fly on Pan Am planes out of fear that he could potentially be identified by real Pan Am employees or like pilots. So he 
He's so smart. He was like, I'm going to get a Pan Am uniform, but I'm not going to go on Pan Am because them niggas going to be like, who? Yeah. <laughs> we ain't see you at the last cookout. We Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we haven't seen you on no videos. We <laughs> <who are> you? <laughs> No functions, no sexual harassment functions. Nothing. We just saw the video, like Pan Am shoots a video, like Virgin Airlines. You know, they have that. Yeah. Like, We're ready yeah. to fly. Like, every- <laughs> everybody from Virgin is in that video, including so many actors. <laughs> like, oh my everyone. gosh. 100%. And you know what? Whenever I get on those flights and I see, uh, like, these, like, if you get on British Airways, they have, like, all these, like, dope British actors doing this bit. Like, everybody, if you name it, they're all in this video. In Virgin, they have all these fun, like, actors dancing around and performers. And I always get on these flights and I go, ain't nobody called me to do this shit. <laughs> You're jealous you didn't get the booking? I won't lie. I saw the little boy from Blackish and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I was like, I could have been in this. You're ready to fly. We gonna get all up in the sky. Virgin American nose. <laughs> Like, By the time you leave this airline, you won't be a virgin no more. <laughs> right. We would have been great, virgin. We would have been great. I know y'all got bought by Alaska Airlines and that's about to be poop, but you know, you missed out. <laughs> we could have been dancing in your videos. So once Pan Am police began catching on to Frank's lies, he decided to change his identity again and become an out of town doctor in Georgia. Hmm. Well, what is an out of town doctor? That's right. So for 11 months, Frank impersonated a chief resident pediatrician at a Georgia hospital under the alias Frank Williams. I like that alias because it's like you don't want to give yourself a fake first name because then yeah. when people call you by your name, you're like, who? <laughs> like, yeah. Who's Brooks? Oh, yeah, me. I'm Brooks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never mind. I'm Brooks. Uh, What was I saying? Yeah. Me, Brooks? That's why I am, right? Today? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it's good to keep the first name the same and the last name. Switch it up. So right. when filing out, when filling out a rental application, he impulsively listed his occupation as doctor. After befriending a real doctor who lived in the same apartment complex, he agreed to act as a supervisor resident of interns as a favor until the local hospital could find someone else to take the job. So he met somebody who was a doctor. Mm-hmm. He was like, can I borrow a cup of sugar? Oh, hey, you got on a white coat. Are you a doctor? Because <laughs> I am too as well. In addition to you, also a doctor <laughs> who went to doctor school for doctoring. See, <laughs> here's like, what happened. I lost my coat on a flight. Uh, do you have an extra <laughs> doctor's coat lying around? <laughs> That's how he got his doctor's coat. He's like, yeah. I lost my coat in a surgery. It might still be inside the patient. Uh, we sewed him up. You know He's how fine. it goes. I need a new coat. Yeah. <laughs> Sadly, they do be leaving stuff in people, rags and shit. So I know, clamps. Not unlikely. Um, but also, uh. this is just such a brilliant white life that I wish that I could be a part of. To like be white and, and talk to your next door neighbor and them get you a doctor job with no credentials. <laughs> <laughs> You're white. Hey, You're charismatic. All right, cool. It'll be fun. It'll Come be work fun. at our Simple. hospital. So... Yeah. <laughs> so stuff up, add some Tylenol, you're fine. Yeah, no, it's 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 honestly it's autopilot. You go in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of well, autopilot. Well, snip snip here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, the position was not demanding for Frank as seven interns were eager to experience get experience under his position. Imagine that you're the I want to know who these interns are cuz I I don't want a doctor who studied under Frank cuz <laughs> he didn't teach them shit. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, a lot of. I wonder how many people he was because of this his tenure, this however short lived stint this was. I wonder how many people died in a direct result of him being in that hospital. Right. Whether it's his teachings or his. We've got a guy with a swollen abdomen. What should we do, Frank? He's like, Tylenol. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Cut off his toe. That's what I do. (laughs) His abs are swollen. Ooh, cut off his toe. The blood drainage will drain the ab. Trust me. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I hate to know what 
I hate to know what they learned. He was able to fake his way through most of his duties by letting his interns show off their handling of the cases coming in during his late night shift. So basically, people would come in and he'd be like, what do you think we should do? And act like he was house. Yeah. <laughs> Got a limp and a cane. <laughs> like you're not supposed to let them practice on people. You're supposed to help them. That's what interning's for. Oh so they see God. you do it. <laughs> he was like, "What you want in school? Simple, so. Do that." <laughs> I mean, that's more responsible hey. than what we said he was doing. <laughs> He's like, "Listen, I'm not going to be there for you, holding your hand. So you make the call." <laughs> Yo, I feel like he said those exact words. Honestly, you just inspired me. I feel like I could do surgery now. See, now you're gonna listen. You are a true crook, like a true <laughs> movie villain. You are. I'm like suture. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like when you leave your apartment, there's a getaway car outside. Like it's a regular car, but you speed off as if you just got away with something. This is just the way you live. <laughs> I do drive like I'm go, fleeing the scene go. of a crime. <laughs> That's my favorite way to drive. <laughs> drive like Halle Berry or Brandy. <laughs> Oh no! Ooh, my favorite trope about Halle Berry is that she's always losing her kids in movies. <laughs> oh no! They're like we got a movie about a missing kid. Call Halle, <laughs> losing Isaiah. Look, she's lost yeah. all the kids. <laughs> Another movie for Halle. <laughs> losing Isaiah. No, you took it back, man. The Such monsters a niche ball genre. Like you get yeah, typecast no, no. for losing kids. <laughs> yeah, oh my gosh! So she had that nine one one. Movie, yep. right? She had that mm-hmm. Losing Isaiah. She had Monsters mm-hmm. Ball. Damn, yeah, and I'm currently writing Where My Baby Go for her. So, <laughs> <laughs> hoping that she likes it. <laughs> Where My Baby Go with starring Halle Berry. <laughs> I think it's going to be a hit. <laughs> uh, Halle Berry, Bokeem Woodbine. It's like not even her real life. It's just her acting character that has niched her like this. And I love it. <laughs> Truly. Um, So he left the hospital after he realized that he could put lives at risk by his inability to respond to life and death situations. Um, And this was a catalyst, like the catalyst for him leaving the hospital was because he was nearly exposed when an infant became critically unwell from oxygen deprivation. And he initially (laughs) didn't understand the meaning or gravity of the situation when the nurse informed him of a blue baby. He was like, blue baby? He was like, oh, okay, we got white ones, brown ones, y- yellow ones. Blue face blue baby. Ones. <laughs> blue face baby. <laughs> he was like, bust down, baby Yana. Yeah. And they were like, no, he, the baby's dying. <laughs> <laughs> but I love that he was oh, like, no. you know what? Never mind. <laughs> oh, <laughs> said, I gotta go. He's like, I'm going to get up out of here, y'all. That's my time, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Frank Williams. Yeah, I'm That's my time, y'all. Y'all been good. Yeah. It's been the hospital's been great. Interns, y'all been great. Shout out, Shout out to Blueface Baby. <laughs> no. <sighs> so he left after that. He said, okay, too much. We're leaving. Um so over the next two years he bounced around from job to job. Eventually Frank's past caught up with him when he settled down in Montpierre, France, which is crazy because that's France. Like, isn't that where like Roman Polanski went? I thought criminals went to France and they were Gucci. I don't know. Yeah. So he had decided to live a straight life for a while after having reputably cashed $2.5 million in bad checks over the years. When a former girlfriend recognized his face on a wanted poster, she turned him into authorities. Oh, just like an ex-girlfriend. See what happens when you don't treat women right? If you just respect women. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Why would she do that to him? She did the right thing. Look, you got to respect women. I'm sure he was shady to her. He's like charismatic. You know he a hoe. And anytime I hear charismatic, I hear like philanderer. No, I'm charismatic sometimes. Mm. Well, yeah, well, to be fair, it's when I'm about to cheat. But, you know. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, it is when I am about to cheat. Mm. But. But they don't know that. Judge me. So, yes, like, I I think that he probably did this woman dirty. He probably took some money out her purse. Out her purse? No, he, no, he, was, he, was, he was classier. Than, no, he was he was. No, Frank feels like the kind of guy where you wake up from y'all's wild night, you got to check your wallet. <laughs> no, yeah, you're right. He'll, t- he'll take $20. He'll go get right. lunch. 
you know, come back, forget the change. Lunch exactly. only cost two dollars because he scammed them out the lunch and kept the money. Right. Exactly. Like that's the kind of guy mm. we're dealing with. So hey, you gotta treat women right. So unfortunately his girlfriend recognized him and she snitched. I'm not mad. So this is how he got caught. Yeah. He served time in France. Wow. Mm-hmm. In harsh confines of Perpignan, where he became seriously ill. Sweden and the United States also pulled up to get him for his crimes. During yes, which his father Tom died. Hanks. Tom Hanks was the lead detective. That's right. <laughs> so Frank was eventually granted parole after several years from Petersburg, Virginia prison. He eventually found lecturing as a work and white. Co- so basically he found lecturing work as white collar crime specialist. So he's like, you know what? I- I'm going to just make my business my business. And he's like, I'm going to teach you guys how to be a doctor. Know what a blue Ooh. baby is. Uh, rob a gas station. <laughs> <laughs> Take $20 out of her purse. But <laughs> teach you how to rob women you date. Better than Y'all I Y'all got wives? Y'all got girlfriends and wives? Oh, you're going to love this next course. <laughs> <laughs> how to shake down your spouse. <laughs> Slide one. Have a spouse. Everyone's done that. Slide Great. two. Let's shake our ass down. <laughs> Step three, success. Success. All right, everyone. And we're clapping. And we're clapping. <laughs> so in exchange for his freedom, the government told Frank that he had to educate them about his methods in order to prevent other people from defrauding authorities. Frank worked with the FBI for more than 30 years as one of the world's most foremost experts in document fraud, check swindling, forgery, and embezzlement. He started his own company, Abigail, Abigail and Associates, which is which educates others on how to avoid becoming being fraud victims. And he has a podcast. <laughs> okay, for ranking. <laughs> Shout out to the pod universe. Oh the podcast is called The Perfect Scam, y'all. And look, don't if y'all go listen to it, y'all still got to listen to me. Don't go over there and don't come back, okay? Because no, you got to bring you got to you got to be a guest on his show. I need or, to get or, on the or, perfect you gotta scam. You got to be a guest on your show, guys. Yes. We got to tag Frank, guys. If you're out there, I know you're out there. Tag Frank Abnegale and get me on the perfect scam. I love him, or get him on the show. <laughs> oh, oh, I just got hot. You okay. <laughs> Ooh, okay all right you want me to give you some time <laughs> i might need a little time Whew. um <laughs> my window's also open and my ac's off because we're recording from home so <laughs> might also be that. oh sure <laughs> okay. i am very excited um frank <laughs> you're also a perfect scammer because you worked with the fbi for 30 years educating them about fraud how much you know that it take 30 years to tell them because I feel like you was probably spoon-feeding the FBI information. <laughs> you had to have mm-hmm. been. He was like, I'm not going to spill oh, yeah. all the tea up front. He was like, you can get sips yeah. of this Lipton over 30 years. Because mm-hmm. he could have gave him the whole rundown in a day. And then before you know it, he's asked back in jail. Yeah, we don't need you no more. He was like, ooh, right. intriguing. This is only a mind. This is only a type of crime that a mind like mine could figure out over the next I don't know, 30 years. 30 years? Mm. <laughs> He's a genius. So he also forged a Harvard University law transcript and passed the Louisiana bar exam and got a job at Louisiana as a Louisiana state attorney. Here's my thing. He passed the bar, so... Yeah. I mean, he passed, he passed the bar. <laughs> and didn't he... Didn't he... Uh, he had a, pil- a, a, a pilot's license, so he knew how to actually fly a plane. That's dope, because if something had happened on the plane and they were like, oh, the pilots, they're incapacitated. Can anybody fly the plane? Like, at least he was in a mm-hmm. fake uniform with real skills. Right. This man's a genius. Right. Wait, so he, so he actually flew the planes, right? He didn't just hang out on the planes. He no, he hung out on the planes. He did not fly the planes. Oh, my Lord. This I thought he... Mm. No, because you know how pilots have to travel to get to their next like yeah. flight, so they'll just hop on a plane and you know be sitting on the plane with the rest of us schmucks. Um, that's crazy. So that's what he did. So wow, 
He told a flight attendant that he had briefly dated that he was also a Harvard Law School student, and she introduced him to a lawyer friend. After making a fake transcript from Harvard, he prepared himself for the compulsory exam. So he failed twice, but then the third time he passed. Wow. What he, he probably described... did was just memorize the questions and then looked up. Right. <laughs> You're right. He scammed yeah. the test. He was like, oh, now I know yeah. what these questions are, and now I know the answers. Yeah. Wow. So obviously, to wrap this up, Steven Spielberg made a film about this called Catch Me If You Can. If you guys want to watch it for more details, um, you know, Leonardo. Wait, Christopher Walken, Christopher Walken got an Oscar nod for the role um, yeah. that he yeah, played in it, not Leonardo. Leonardo was always skin short. Frank, where you going this time? That's not my Christopher Walken impression, but that's what he did that's in the movie. such a good Christopher Walken. Huh. I'm one of the greatest Christopher Walken impersonators. I do it on Hollywood Boulevard. <laughs> Next yeah. to Spider-Man? Hey, yeah. Hey, Spidey. Hey, where you going? <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> so, <laughs> guys, all in all, Frank, say his last name because I can't, please. <laughs> Jackson. <laughs> Abigail. <laughs> That's probably one of his last names, Abnegal. Frank Abnegal, yeah. shout out to a king. You know, you came, you saw, <laughs> you robbed, and exactly. I stand. All right, guys, we'll be back with <laughs> after one tiny break of non-scam advertisements. Robbery! Back in the 90s, Pepsi and Coca-Cola were in a heated race to try and win loyal customers by any means necessary. But when Pepsi launched an ambitious promotion that encouraged people to buy Pepsi and redeem points for prizes, they overlooked their own fine print in a major way. On each episode of Wondery's podcast, The Big Flop, comedians join host Misha Brown to chronicle one of the biggest pop culture fails of all time and try to answer the age-old question, who thought this was a good idea? Like, who at Pepsi thought it would be a good idea to advertise that people could earn enough points to redeem a military jet as a prize? When they launched their Pepsi Points system, they never imagined somebody might try to actually snag it. But a 23-year-old did, and suddenly, Pepsi owed him a jet. Follow the big flop wherever you get your podcasts. Ooh, do you feel that in the air? Yes, that is summertime. It's in the breeze. It's in the trees. And y'all know when the sky comes out, <laughs> the thighs come out. And as the weather gets hotter, it's time to say bye to jackets and sweaters and hey to shorts and tees. If you've been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, Quince is for you. Y'all know I love Quince. If you want to be looking chic year after year with classic pieces that you can dress up, dress down, wear around town, you got to get into Quince. They have premium European linen dresses. I have one in green and oh, when I wear it, it is a showstopper. Blouses, shorts from $30, y'all. Washable silk tops, which I told y'all I love those. I actually went back and got it in navy. I got it in the white like cream and I just know when I wear it, I'm going to feel like Diane Keaton on the beach thinking about my life like white cream are you kidding me it's giving rich okay quince is that girl y'all know you see me in their pieces all the time get into it get warm weather ready with quince go to quince.com slash goddess for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns that's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash goddess to get free shipping and 365 day returns q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash goddess and fraud! All right, guys, and we're back, and it's time for the saddest portion of the show, which is where I have to let Lamorne go. It's time for Scammer mm. of the Week. Um, mm. This is where we just honor one honorary charlatan who's worthy of our praise. Um, is it me? And- <laughs> you are an honorary charlatan. You are worthy Thank of our praise. Um, so. But this week, it's actually a woman, Lamorne. I know you like to. Of course. <laughs> of course. You know, the country we're in. <laughs> so, and she is a queen. Her name is Brittany Bridges, which, like, the alliteration, the flavor mm. of her name. BB. So, BB. And BB is accused of doing fake dentistry. And. <laughs> 
this really struck a chord in my heart because I've been seeing posts on Facebook, I in which I only keep Facebook to keep up with my problematic as high school friends and relatives. I don't actually use Facebook. But I kept seeing posts <laughs> okay. on Facebook that were like, I do braces. They said what? I do braces. Oh my lord. <laughs> oh my son of a virgin. Dear God. And I've always been lord. confused. Like, what what do you mean you do braces? Cause that's <laughs> are you an orthodontist? I don't think you could just you, you can do braids. I don't you can do hairs, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I do braces. No, you don't. <laughs> Oh my we goodness. Should, we should not be getting braces at a residential home. We should not. You can't do braces <laughs> in your living room. So I do braces. Brittany's been arrested before, but to date there are no current charges filed against her about these latest complaints. Dentists at Children's Hospital Uptown and Louisiana State University Dental School are concerned with patients heading to their clinics. They said they've noticed an uptick in patients coming in who sought care from non-licensed providers. (laughs) They said once you start moving teeth, it gets to the point where you could cause long-term disfigurement. And they're worried about public safety. So this is a woman that basically, <laughs> they're they're like, we put a red flag out on her, but she's a queen who's not been caught. She's not going to jail. There's no current <laughs> charges. They said, unfortunately, oh. the state board can't do anything about this because she doesn't have a license. So we are a regulatory agency that can sanction dentists or hygienists. But when it's an unlicensed person performing dentistry, we have no jurisdiction. All we can do is turn it over to law enforcement. Wow. Wait, so wait, wait, where is she now? She's still on Instagram. She has an Instagram account called Bossy Smiles. Oh. Bossy smiles. Oh my god. And they advertise right braces, maintenance, veneers, and other type of dental work. Yo, certified dental assistant and teeth whitening technician, giving you a smile to match your attitude. You know uh, she's and doing a all the IG girls Instagram teeth. She probably like, and also we have a special going on this month. And if you want to get ass shots with your dental reconstruction. <laughs> and I can make your teeth removable too in case you need to. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Like, where, you, where did you get your eyebrows lasered? Oh, girl, I went to <laughs> Bossy Smiles. <laughs> They did my brows and my teeth in two hours flat, girl. (laughs) I think she do massage, too. I'm over here looking at this. I'm like, what is this? She do massage? No. No. All I see is ass cheeks. Bossy smiles. What are you doing? I need you not to do a profession. You can't do massage. That's not. Yo, where this fool's shirt at? Like money in here with no shirt on. Bruh. See, I told you they got specials they running. This is crazy. Why he don't got a shirt on? Is he getting his teeth done? I'm confused. Oh my God. What? He getting his he he teeth whitened with a happy ending. Oh, no. <laughs> what, is, what is going Where is it? Oh, my God. People. Okay, I'm done. Listen, I'm but done. the cops haven't got to them yet. I don't want them to. I. I don't want y'all to go get y'all. If anybody's yes. doing braces, don't get your braces done. That's not what's supposed to happen. Go to an orthodontist. If you can't afford that, there's so many affordable ways to do it. Invisalign, like, or, you know, they selling Invisalign on Instagram now. Like, guys, we're oh just. My God. <laughs> I'm dying at this account. <laughs> oh, this, God. No. Okay. All right. So I'm, I'm hoping God. I'm hoping she got her life together and you know I, what what if what if the page was bossy smiles with a Z I would I would shit myself I, bossy smiles bossy right, smiles honey so guys 
I love you. I want you to scam, but please, please don't start doing braces or anything that you're not <laughs> qualified to do. We're all qualified I do to hearts. scam. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I do hearts. I do hearts. I do livers. <laughs> I do kidneys. Y'all don't go to dialysis no more because I do kidneys. So you just, just come to my house. Get your kidneys did. <laughs> I'm doing kidneys. I get your kidneys did. No, no. <sighs> but as always, guys. Oh my gosh. If you want to reach us, scamgoddesspod at gmail.com. Snitch on your friends and family. Just make sure the scam is retired because we don't want to fuck up your bag. If you want to find me, D-I-V-A-L-A-C-I, Diva Lacey on all platforms. And if you want, Lamorne, where do you want to be found? And what do you want people to find? That's what we ask. Find me on Instagram at Lamorne, L-A-M-O-R-N-E. The Lamorne and After Pill is out right now. Desperados coming soon. Woke coming soon. Yes, so much coming soon. All right, congregation, stay scared. Scam goddess. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at tmobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com.